welcome to our first official episode of Broken Pencils and Other Problems. We're so glad you're here. For our first episode, we are starting with what should be every teacher's number one priority. This episode's Broken Pencil is you. And by you, we mean taking care of the teacher. When Emily and I were thinking of a good topic to kick off this podcast with, we realized that nothing is more important in education than the teachers themselves. Yeah, we're all doing it for the kids, and we can go on and on about that, but we can't do the best for our kids unless we do the best for ourselves. You are the number one priority. Without you, nothing good can happen in the classroom. There is no achievement. There is no community. There is nothing. As you guys know, Alex and I are new teachers, and there's so much pressure out there for new teachers to be amazing. You don't want to mess up and look like you don't know what you're doing, so you put your heart and soul into every lesson, meeting, interaction, but that's the quickest way to burn out. The teacher in the classroom down the hall from me worked so hard last year and was at school way past duty time and also took home grading and other work every single night. Her exhaustion showed and the kids thought she was a mean teacher, even though she was actually super nice and was working really hard for them. She was just so burnt out and they could tell. Yeah, I did that. I worked from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. for a few months, and it was horrible. I'm much better at leaving school on time, and it's (laughs) life-changing. We're not saying you shouldn't work hard. And in your first year, you might have to work harder than you ever will. For sure. For sure. So sure. It's four (laughs) times the sureness. Absolutely. (laughs) Anyway, you definitely will have to work your ass off, but there is such a thing as working too hard. Yeah, according to the Washington Post, 8% of the teacher workforce is leaving each year. And we know that teacher retention is an issue. We also know that in education, solutions often come from the ground up, starting with the teachers. So what can teachers do to combat their own extreme burnout rate? So that brings us to our essential question, because every good teacher knows we need an essential question. (laughs) Yep, this is a full-on lesson. Why is it important to be selfish in a selfless profession? Say it five times fast. Why is it important to be selfish in a selfless profession? Why is it important to be selfish in a selfish profession? I don't think you can do it. No. (laughs) But seriously, why is it important to be selfish in a selfless profession? How many times a day do you stop and think about yourself? Or are you so preoccupied with all these students' needs and success? I know I don't get there until recess. I wish we had recess. Future topic? Yeah, yeah. Anyway, there's this whole idea that we feel like we have to say yes to everything. And when we do take time for ourselves and say no, we feel guilty. Teacher guilt is the main thing that keeps us from focusing on our own needs in and out of the classroom. The Resilient Practitioner by Thomas Showalt and Michelle Trotter Matheson has a quote that really stuck with us. It is just more intense for those who are by nature and inclination, emotionally attuned to the needs of others. It gets highly illuminated when intense human interaction, helping, teaching, guiding, advising, or healing, is the occupational core. Here, giving of oneself is the constant requirement for success. Constant requirement. Think about that. You know it's true when you drive home in complete silence or don't feel like talking to who you live with because you've given 100% of yourself to 85 prepubescent, smelly, drama-ridden 12-year-olds for eight (laughs) hours straight. 
As much as we need to give our time and energy to our students, we need to also give time and energy to ourselves. Our students feed off of our energy. If we are giving off bad vibes, they will know and react accordingly. Like that teacher down the hall from you. You're doing a disservice to your students when you don't take care of yourself. All right, so let's talk about self-care. What is it? What do we do? Why do we do it? Okay, so self-care is having an evident shift in mental energy, says Callie Rogers, a mental health counselor. The goal is to eliminate feelings of shame, guilt, and obligation. So basically shutting down your thoughts and focusing on what you need in the moment. Self-care is a huge fad right now, and there are a lot of misconceptions about what it truly is. We wouldn't be great teachers if we didn't address the misconceptions. (laughs) True. It's not just putting on a face mask and taking a bath, although I do love to do that. (laughs) Do what makes you feel good, and everyone is different. What works for me might not work for Emily. And what works for me today might not work for me tomorrow. It's all about getting in tune with what you need in the moment. Don't put pressure on yourself to do something for yourself. That is not the solution. That's just backwards. Will not solve any problems. Don't force it because then you're not going to get the legit benefits of self-care. Yeah, that's right. We're talking the science of (laughs) self-care. All right. So short-term benefits as shared by Callie Rogers are elevated moods, increased productivity, curb sugar cravings, and help with sleep. You sound like an infomercial. (laughs) But wait, there's more. (laughs) Long-term benefits include lower blood pressure, healthier heart, and an overall more balanced and happier life. Sign me up. Yeah, I could deal with those side effects. The British Journal of Educational (laughs) Psychology also tells us what happens when you neglect yourself. Get ready for this doozy of a list. Coronary artery disease, alcoholism, fatigues, headaches, insomnia, nervous tension, high anxiety, depression, irritability and hostility, emotional exhaustion, burnout, poor teaching performance, lowered self-esteem, poor job satisfaction, increased absenteeism, poor decision-making, breakdown in personal work and home relationships, and perhaps finally to total emotional breakdown. Shit, that is not what you want. They also found that a major and pervasive source of occupational stress across primary and secondary teachers is role overload. Meeting too much work and too little time. What? Too much work and too little time? <laughs> teachers never experience that. I've never even heard of that. Definitely not new teachers, for sure. <laughs> so what happens when teachers don't take care of themselves and all those terrible things that you just listed start happening? They become part of that 8% of teachers that leave the teaching profession each year. Each year? Each year, 8%. That adds up real quick. And when you, a highly qualified and previously enthusiastic teacher, quits, all your potential goes down the toilet. The Learning Policy Institute conducted a study that found many school systems were surprised to find they had serious difficulty finding qualified teachers for their positions, especially in fields like math, science, special education, bilingual education, English language development, and a number of states greatly expanded emergency permits. Things that allow the hiring of untrained teachers to meet these demands. So basically, a teacher shortage. Not good. But just one teacher can stop the ripple effect. Here are some easy ways to get started in the practice of self-care. Eat a healthy meal. Get eight hours of sleep. Think kind thoughts to yourself. Watch a funny TV show without multitasking, aka no grading papers. (laughs) Straighten up your home, go outside. 
30 second meditation, have a no complaint day or a no schoolwork night, declutter your classroom, read for fun, not for school, have a dance break or take a break from social media or go for a drive. If you've got these down and you're ready for a real challenge, you can try saying no to functions and people that drain your energy, working out, choosing an area you want to improve on, grow yourself, hanging out with amazing friends, find a new and creative hobby, start a podcast with no experience, (laughs) or travel the world. (laughs) Again, you need to find what works for you. Personally, I take self-care very seriously. Here are some of my top faves. Exercise, having a dance party, having quiet time. I love quiet time. Cleaning or tidying up, reading a book, lighting a candle, or putting on some essential oils, washing my sheets is the best feeling, and positive affirmations. We are very different, but also the same. I like to listen to a girl power playlist, cleanse social media where I delete everybody I don't care about. I'm really good at that. (laughs) Read, watch The Office or Parks and Rec. You can always get a good laugh from those. And you can watch them over and over again, even if you've seen all the seasons. It's amazing. Three times. Like I have. (laughs) Score a good deal from a consignment shop. Nothing makes you feel better than getting $15 free people jeans. That's amazing. It was the best day ever. And then, of course, snuggling my pup. Mm, I wish I could snuggle with your pup every day. Well, you can today when we're together. (laughs) Feel free to steal our ideas. You know you want to. It'll make you cool, I guess. (laughs) You became a teacher because you want to make a difference. Because you love children. Because you enjoy seeing the expression on a child's face when they finally understand a new concept. It's that passion that makes you a great teacher. The same passion that can also lead to burnout. Avoiding burnout is one reason self-care is important. You cannot care for your others if you do not take care of yourself. Another reason self-care is important is to enable you to be an effective teacher. If you are tired, either emotionally or physically, you cannot do your job well. Finally, and probably the most important reason, is that self-care is important so that you can model good balance and healthy boundary to your students and to your coworkers. Boss up and change your life. You can have it all. No sacrifice. Do your hair toss. Check your nails. Ask yourself how you're feeling. And the answer better be good as hell. (laughs) (laughs) Self-care tip number one. Listen to songs by Lizzo. Life-changing. And remember, informed teachers are good teachers, but all teachers are busy. Don't forget to take care of yourself.